Hello, this is Jude from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 14th of October. India recorded 18,987 COVID-19 cases and 246 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. The total tally of COVID infections has crossed 3 crore 40 lakh, and the total death toll has risen to over 4 lakh 51,000. The Union Health Ministry said in a statement today that so far it has given over 98.8 crore COVID vaccine doses to states and union territories, adding that over 8.89 crore doses currently remain unutilized with the states and union territories. Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal today wrote a letter to Lieutenant Governor Anil Bajaj requesting him to allow Chhat Puja celebrations in the national capital. The letter said and I quote, neighboring states like Haryana, UP and Rajasthan have allowed Chhat Puja celebrations with COVID-19 protocols, unquote. Chhat is an ancient Hindu Vedic festival historically native to the Indian subcontinent. Most specifically the Indian states of Bihar, Jharkhand and some parts of eastern Uttar Pradesh and the Madhesh region of Nepal. The Chhat Puja is dedicated to the solar deity, Surya. Globally, COVID-19 has infected more than 239.1 million people so far. claiming the lives of over 4.87 million. New Zealand reported on Thursday its biggest rise in COVID-19 infections in 6 weeks with all cases detected in Auckland, raising prospects of a further extension of lockdown restrictions in the country's largest city beyond next week. Some 1.7 million people in Auckland are under strict stay-home orders until Monday as officials look to stamp out the highly infectious Delta outbreak, the first major spate of community cases in the country since early in the pandemic. In a development of the Lakhimpur-Kheri incident, a court in Uttar Pradesh yesterday denied bail to Union Minister Ajay Mishra's son, Ashish Mishra. Farmers have alleged that a vehicle which was part of Ajay Mishra's convoy ran over the protesters, adding that one car belonged to Ashish Mishra. Ashish has also been accused of opening fire on the crowd in the FIR. PTI reported yesterday that the prosecution officer in the case, S.P. Yadav, said that Chief Judicial Magistrate Jinta Ram had Ashish Mishra's bail application. The application of his alleged accomplice Ashish Pandey was also rejected he added Ashish has been charged under multiple sections including murder and criminal conspiracy he was arrested by a special investigation team of the Uttar Pradesh police on October 9th after being questioned for 11 hours on Monday he was sent to 3 days in police custody the police had said that they wanted to question Ashish on what they described as a possible conspiracy in the violence Besides Ashish Mishra and Ashish Pandey, the police have made four other arrests in connection with the violence. Those arrested have been identified as Lavkush, Shekhar Bharti, Ankit Das and Latif. The October 3rd violence claimed the life of eight people, including four farmers, a journalist, a driver and BJP workers. Meanwhile, Uttar Pradesh's law minister and BJP leader Prajesh Patak met the families of two people who lost their lives in the violence last week, yesterday. He met the families of Hari Om Mishra, the driver of a car in the Union Minister's convoy, and that of BJP worker Shubham Mishra. According to the Indian Express, Brijesh Patak said that he met the families to assure them that a fair probe would be carried out into the case and offered his condolences. The minister, however, did not meet the families of the rest of those who died in the violence, including four farmers, journalist Raman Kashyap, and another BJP worker, Sham Sundar Nishad. The Indian Express reported that the minister said that he would visit the families of the others once the situation normalizes. Listeners, if you've been watching the news since the Lakhimpur Kheri incident, you must have seen how a section of the media has been focused on creation of narratives, often misleading ones. The usual suspects are having high decibel debates on the incident, and some others have even made attempts to politicize the situation or delegitimize the farmer protests. While how they cover the incident of violence is their prerogative. 
Here at News Laundry, our reporters Nidhi Suresh and Shivangi Saxena were on the ground in Lakhimpur, bringing you facts and substance. They spoke to different communities living in the Banvirpur village of Kheri, which has been the center of political battle since October 3rd. I have four Sardar classmates. This week, they did not come to class, said Payal, a student of class 6th. Anshu, who studies in class 5 in the same school, said that of the four sick children in his class, only two showed up. Anju and Payal study at the Mahisha Devi Saraswati School, attended by most of the children in Banvirpur village, the hometown of Ajay Kumar Mishra, the Minister of State in the Ministry of Home Affairs. Inkeri, which began as an incident between farmers and the BJP, has now become a matter of contention between the Hindus and Sikhs in this village. To know more about this, read their detailed report on newslaundry.com titled, Lakhimpur, Banvirpur's Hindu-Muslim and Sikh communities have very different stories on Ajay Mishra. And if you like what you read, support our independent journalism. We don't depend on governments, corporations or advertisers because we have subscribers supporting us and the work that we do. If you are not a part of News Laundry already, click the red subscribe button on the top right corner of the website. Lowest subscription starts with Rs. 300 only. Pay to keep news free. On Tuesday, a court in Delhi pulled up the police for not coordinating properly with the prosecution in a case related to the riots that took place in February 2020. Live law reported the Delhi police had filed an application in the sessions court to transfer the case to a magistrate court arguing that section 436 of the Indian penal code that pertains to mischief by fire or explosive substance with intent to destroy house was not applicable in the case additional sessions judge amita bravat stated that the other offenses in the case were bailable and that the accused person should not have been sent to custody the indian express reported According to live law the judge at one point asked the police and I quote Is police custody a joke you yourself don't know what to do when is section 436 IPC invoked does this FIR contain ingredients of section 436 unquote The police then withdrew the transfer application informing the court that it had spoken to the special public prosecutor the court while dismissing the application said and I quote The concerned police officials themselves are confused as they first moved an application stating that section 436 of the Indian Penal Code is not made out and asking for transfer of the case to concerned metropolitan magistrate and thereafter after some time after talking with special public prosecutors want to withdraw their own application finding it meritless unquote The courts have pointed out the irregularities in the first information reports filed by the police in at least 3 cases related to the communal violence that broke out between February 23rd and February 26th 2020. On Tuesday in a village in Manipur's Kangpokpi district, at least 4 people including an 8-year-old child were killed after suspected militants opened fire at a gathering. The NDTV reported. Two others including a 2-year-old boy were injured in the firing. According to the officials, at around 11:30 a.m., the people at the Biganom village were holding a condolence service when members of the band Kuki National Liberation Army KNLA fired at them Manipur's chief minister N Biren Singh condemned the attack describing it as an act of terrorism the Indian Express reported This attack took place 2 days after the security forces the Assam Rifles the Indian Army and the state police while conducting a search operation got into a gunfight that eventually killed 4 KNLA militants Today Fuel prices were hiked again after a halt of 2 days. Petrol and diesel rose by 35 paise per liter, sending retail pump prices to their highest level ever across the country. According to a price notification of state-owned fuel retailers, the price of the petrol in Delhi rose to its highest level ever of Rs 104.79 a liter 
and to rupees 110.75 per liter in Mumbai. In Mumbai, the price of diesel now stands at rupees 101.40 a liter, while in Delhi, it costs rupees 93.52 per liter. This is the 13th time that petrol prices have hiked in two weeks. The diesel rates, on the other hand, have gone up 16 times in three weeks. Since October 6th, state-owned fuel retailers have shared the modest price change policy, which further resulted in a large incidence of cost to consumers. The reason for this is the jump in the international Brent crude to 84 US dollars per barrel for the first time in seven years. Two people were killed today amid heavy gunfire in Lebanon's capital, Beirut, targeted at the supporters of the Lebanese Shia group, Hezbollah. The supporters were protesting outside the Justice Palace against the lead judge investigating the massive explosion that took place at the city's port last year. According to Reuters, the Lebanese army's statement said that the gunfire had targeted protesters as they passed through a traffic circle located in an area that divides Christian and Shia Muslim neighborhoods. The army, which was deploying in huge numbers in the area, had said that it would open fire against any armed person on the road. Reuters quoted a military source who said that two people had been killed and seven more wounded in today's gunfire. Tensions have been brewing over the investigation into the blast, with armed Hezbollah members, backed by Iran, giving calls for the removal of the judge, Tarek Bittar, from the probe. Bittar, the second judge to head the investigation, has been facing opposition from Hezbollah and its allies, who claim that he singled out politicians for questioning, adding that most of them are with Hezbollah. Hezbollah's officials, however, who have not been charged so far, have denied any wrongdoing that would have led to the port explosion. Last year's port explosion in Beirut had claimed the lives of over 200 people, injuring thousands and destroying parts of the nearby areas. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.